coming to you live from the basement of an abandoned house in the middle of a field. It's the Derek Izzy Show. Welcome to the Derek Izzy Show. I am the aforementioned host, Mr. Izzy. Today's show will take you back in time to a period where there were laws and yet lawlessness. But before I get into that, I want to thank our sponsors. Biggest title sponsor of the show, if you will. Where you get your online downloadable books. Audible. You need to go to audibletrial.com slash Derek. Go there, you can get your first month free, which will give you a free book download. You can choose any book you want. They're up to, I believe, 180,000 titles now. audibletrial.com slash Derek. We've got Uber and Lyft if you need a taxi ride somewhere. Only good for your first ride. If you're going to use Uber, they will pick you up anywhere in a major city. Drop you where you need to go. Just use the code 5LX9E if you're going to use Lyft, a little bit more friendly ride-sharing service. Lyft, the code you want to use is Derek605503. I also want to thank Moses for that wonderful introduction. And since this show will be releasing on July 1st, got a happy birthday to a fan of the show. Listening to us in Dubois, Pennsylvania, Ryan Morrison. Ryan, happy birthday, and thanks for listening to the show. And now, the topic of today's podcast. Normally, when I do these shows, we start at the beginning, follow the path of the character or characters, and then reach the end of their journey, revealing exactly who they are. This time, we're going to do it backwards. The topic of today's podcast died in 1961 in San Bernardino County, California. He lived a fairly peaceful life. He was married for 37 years. His wife died in 1959, so he died two years later at the age of 81. Uh, He earned a living as a poultry farmer out in California. He married his wife in Honolulu, Hawaii. They got married back in 1922. Her name was Madeline. At the time of their wedding, his name was John. Tracing his steps backwards, before he lived in California, he spent several years living in St. Paul, Minnesota, working for the railroad. He lived a fairly quiet life. He enjoyed reading studied the law, and was a very well-self-educated man. Growing up, he didn't quite receive this type of education. As a young boy, he really wasn't wanted by his family. His parents were divorced, and in the 1800s when he was growing up, the 1880s, 1890s, divorce really wasn't that common. But He was sent to live with his father 
and his stepmother. The father was in his 40s. His stepmother was a very young mother, 20, 21 years old. This happened to be his father's third wife. So we've got a, a track record of somebody who can't hold a marriage together. And he was really a nuisance to them. They did not want him around. They took him out of school when he was nine years old and had him working. He worked in the fields. He did work around the house. He was basically child labor to them. They kept a very, very tight leash on him as his father was very strict, a very, very strict disciplinarian. From the evidence that I was able to find, it looks like, it looks like he was abused, probably physically and definitely emotionally, by his parents. But what makes his situation unique is how he handled it. I mentioned before that he had lived a very quiet life, but it wasn't always like that. He spent... 12 years in prison. During his 12 years in prison, that was where he started getting his education, becoming self-educated, schooling himself on law. I also mentioned that when he married, his name was John. That was his first name. The name he did not use at his wedding was his middle name, the name his parents called him, Wesley Elkins. What happened to this little boy who spent years in prison? He was one of America's youngest convicted murderers. At just 4 foot 8, 73 pounds, he was committed to a maximum security prison. For the crime? Murdering his father and stepmother. They lived in a remote farmhouse. In July of 1889, Wesley Elkins carrying the young baby of his stepmom, came to a neighbor's house, saying that somebody had killed his father and mother. After weeks and weeks of investigation, and no convictions, and really no suspects, Wesley Elkins confessed to the crime. At just 11 years old, and frustrated with how he had been treated by his parents, he came home from working in the field, his parents were sleeping. As his dad slept, Wesley came up with a gun and shot him in the face. Upon hearing the noise, the stepmom woke up. Wesley grabbed a club and beat her over the head with it. He continued to strike her with the club until she eventually stopped moving. Then he went back over to his dad and clubbed him several times to make sure the job was done. After he confessed to this crime, he was sentenced to prison. After serving 12 years, he was released. To this day, we really don't know why he committed those crimes. He's never really explained it, and seems to be a completely changed person. We know that they were abusive to him, but we don't really know the extent of it. In his obituary, it mentioned that he lived in San Bernardino, California for 33 years. It made no mention of his conviction of murder. 
as you can guess, this story made headlines across the country. In 1889, it was in newspapers all over the place. And then, after he went to prison, it disappeared. Ten years later, eleven years later, twelve years later, he popped up into the headlines again as he was about to be paroled. Once he was out of prison, again, back to a quiet life, no one really knew his history. Until now. Now you know the history of Wesley Elkins. So again, I want to thank everyone for listening. This has been the Derek Izzy Show. Don't forget to visit our sponsors, Uber, Lyft, and Audible. AudibleTrial.com slash Derek for your free audiobook download. Thanks for listening. Good day.